Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. I think fans are going to enjoy this, uh, a, a player of, of high interest. Uh, I've had a chance to talk with him for a few minutes before we got started. And I think Jaguars fans are going to enjoy this interview getting to know first-round pick, number one overall pick, uh, Trayvon Walker. Trayvon, first of all, I appreciate you joining us. Sir, thank you all for having me. Uh, tell me about the last uh, six weeks. I think the last time a lot of Jaguars fans heard you talk extensively was right after the draft. What have the last six weeks been like? Uh, the last six weeks for me, man, it's just been like a grind, like just coming in to work every day, trying to grasp all the plays, things of that sort. The language of what they use here is mm-hmm. totally different from college. Just basically been on the grind, trying to learn everything, process everything. So in this little break that we get now, just continue to grow off of that and come back in a better position than I was when I left. Now, I should say thank you from the start because I know media, I know talking about yeah. yourself is not really your thing, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. I really don't like the – I wouldn't say media isn't my thing. It's just I don't like being singled out. Sure. Like It's all, it's a lot of other people out here. Like I really don't mind doing a lot of different interviews with other players mm-hmm. with me the way I'm not just always the, I got you. the attention. Now, is that from, uh, you know, in talking to people about you a little bit and reading a little bit about you – Obviously, your family and uh, your parents, a huge influence. You chose to be with them during the draft. Is that approach from your upbringing just not really a lot about Trayvon? You'd rather be about other people and, and about a group, I guess. Yeah, I basically just say how I was raised. And then growing up, like I was always one of the, the biggest kids mm-hmm. playing on the field. So I always received attention and I always felt myself just shine back away from all the attention I was getting. So, like, people look, after a game, they'll always be like, oh, you did so good. I'll be like, thank you. I'll tell them thank you, but once they keep dwelling on it, like, I don't – Right. Like, no need to keep dwelling on this in the past. I'm trying to move on and just keep improving. In that sense, I would guess football appeals to you because it's maybe the ultimate team game, right? Yes, sir. That's that's definitely what it is. When Like, I look at football, my main goal is to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it's going to take a complete team effort in order to do that. And was that – I assume that's what was fun about last year because everything you read about that Georgia team you were on, a lot of camaraderie, a lot of pride in what you guys were accomplishing and a lot of pride in what other players around you were accomplishing. Yes, sir. Like last year, our, one of our main goals was just connection and mm-hmm. having that connection with the guy beside you make you realize a lot of other things outside of things on the football field and things off the field as well. So, so you really get to know that player as a person in general instead of just a teammate. Was this um, – is almost not a fair question, but uh, growing up, I assumed – I assume you followed football. I assume you had this dream. Did you ever even dream about being the number one pick, or does that not even enter your mind? Or you just – I mean, I'd love to know how that process works yeah. for the player. I definitely have to say – if you're a true foot, like for me, I was I love football growing up always. So, of course, growing up, I always dreamt I would be a number one NFL sure. draft pick one day. And, I mean, hey, it came true <laughs> later on down the line. But it was something that I never just really stressed on. Gotcha. Like I always told myself, yeah, I want to be number one. But my main goal was just to get there. 
once I got there, I know everything was going to take care of itself. I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I'm very dedicated to the game. So as long as I just continue in those footsteps, continue to grow as a person and a player, and it's going to work out for the best on my end. How much, um, you know, it, I assume from hearing you speak and from uh, reading a little bit about you, you were a, as you said, a big guy early. You were a five-star recruit. So it, it was pretty well known early on that you were good and had a good future in this. Uh, and at the same time, you seem incredibly level-headed for what you've been through. Uh, is that because your dad basically said you're going to be level-headed, or how did that uh, play out? Oh, uh, I can't say my dad did play a big part in it because I never really like my dad. Like after a game, I could say I, I did well in the game. Then once I get to my dad, mm-hmm. he'll be like, "Yeah, you did good," but once. Once he get that out of his mouth, oh, he going to start talking a little trash <laughs> to me. So, But, like, it was always just a humbling moment just because – just to bring me back down a little bit after, every, like I say, everybody's always boosting my head. I've always been the biggest one. So mm-hmm. until I got to the college level and now the NFL level, like, I'm going against people my size. So right. really, I really have to prove myself all over again just to be who I, who mm-hmm. I am. So, yeah, that definitely played a part, and my dad always humbled me. And I assume – if you had walked back into your dad's house after the number one pick and started acting like Trayvon Walker was something special, yeah. it probably wouldn't have gone over that well. He'll probably probably give me a little punch in the chest just to, <laughs> just to bring me back down a little bit. I got you. That's important because uh, you know to have that base. I I covered Reggie Wayne. I don't know if uh, yes, sir. Um, heard his name. And he had gone to the University of Miami. And I asked him once, I said, Reggie, you're not like that Miami yeah. guy thing. And he said, John, you've met my dad, right? And I said, yeah. And he said, you think I could walk back into my house if I started acting like that? And I said, well, that's, you know, so that's an important, that's an important thing. Um, how have you adjusted? There's been a lot of talk about, I don't know if it's a position adjustment, but a relatively new role in the NFL. The thought of playing outside linebacker, pass rusher, how has that adjustment gone in the last few weeks? Oh, it's been going pretty good. Of course, it takes a like it takes a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a lot of learning because coming from Georgia, like I play every position that it was from a zero to a nine technique. And now that I get here, I'm just focusing on one position, which right. is outside linebacker, so mainly like a nine six technique. That was something that I already did. So now I'm just growing on all of the skills that I already had coming into mm-hmm. the game. You seem like a guy who, who's. Uh pretty aware of what you can and can't do um are you finding that the things that they're asking you to do i don't want to say come easily but that you have the skill set where you're like okay i I can see myself doing this yes sir me like i'm the type person i put if i set my mind to it i can Mm -hmm. do anything no no matter how hard it is like if something's hard in life it's probably going to be good for you in the long run (laughs) because i mean you got you have to put in some type of work just to be be the person that you want to be in whatever field it is it sounds like you would rather be out here working than i say pretty much anything you like your time off but you enjoy the process uh practice off season uh this is what you're about it sounds like yes sir definitely just because mainly i get to see myself grow as a person and i'm all about growing as a person because if you stand the same it's nothing really it's not anything really positive coming out of you staying the same like, you always want to elevate. Like, you want your money to always grow. You should look at yourself <laughs> like that. So you should always want yourself to grow, your mindset to grow, all of that. You're talking like a guy who's met with some financial advisors lately. Yeah, <laughs> try to get out of gyms I can. smart, yeah. It's, uh, if I were in your shoes, I'd be meeting with him too. Um, tell me about uh, 
your relationship with Devin Lloyd. Um, it's sort of cliche now, but when you talk to Devin, when you talk to you, very different personalities. Um, but I also bet that you guys uh, sort of mesh on some level too, correct? Uh, definitely. Devin, he's a great guy. Um, just talking to Devin, him being my locker mate, coming in with Devin, talking to him at the combine, he's somebody who's chasing the same dream that I'm mm-hmm. chasing. And that's the type of people that I love to surround myself around because like, if we all have the same goal and we're around each other, so therefore we can push each other, like right. knowing each other's why that goes back to connection. And that's just the type of bond that we have with each other. We laugh, goof around, and once it's time for business, like, we can have those hard conversations with each other just to help keep pushing each other and helping each other get better. What was, uh, for somebody who doesn't love the spotlight, what was Trayvon Walker Day like? Uh, I had to say it was still a great feeling. Like, it was fun, just everybody being around. Like, the tension was okay, but, like, it's just a thing for me. Once the cameras start getting all into into my face and things like that, I really don't care for the camera part. But other than that, it's memories. So, like, I just look at it as memories. It'll always be something I can go back and look on, show my kids. So that's the the great part about it. Like, Like I said, I really don't hate media. Like no. I just, it's just some things about the media that I don't like. Sure. Um, and for people who don't know, uh, that was after Georgia won the national championship. Your hometown had a day for you, which, again, has to be a phenomenal uh, you know, moment to have happened. So, yes, um, now, uh, David Wolf, a PR guy extraordinaire over here, reminded me that to acclimate to heat, you used to mow the grass with your helmet on. Now I only live about a mile away, so I've got a lawn that could use mowing if you're if you're up for it. But um, I understand your dad had a little bit to do with that. But you did that for how long? Uh, I did that probably. I want to say I did that for like four summers straight. Okay. At one point, going only into yours? Like, did you work anybody else's? Or? I did. Like I used to always cut yards, so that was like my little okay. side hustle just to have sure. have my own money. I didn't like asking people for anything, but I just did that because it's the summertime. It's real hot in Georgia. And I always wanted to be conditioned. Gotcha. I never wanted to look like somebody. I didn't want to be the one bending over out there at right. practice. I was, I, I was the best one at my school, basically. I had a lot of great other teammates as well. Right. But I just always wanted to put myself in a position to be great. Right. So I, that's how I looked at it. Now, I'm guessing that if I did that, some people might look at me a little funny. At your size, probably nobody said anything to you about it, right? Uh, I had a couple people, but not really. <laughs> Everybody in my town, so, like, if they see me, if I'm out in town, somebody right. cutting they'll probably see me and just laugh, record yeah. me or whatever. Like, it's all fun and games, but I'm getting better. And but they knew why you were doing it. Yeah, they knew it, so I was gotcha. doing it. Yeah. But you got a little self-confidence to do that now. Yes, sir. Too. I got you. Probably not a fair question, but goals for this season, do you think that way? Is it is it just about learning, or how do you approach that? Uh, me, obviously, it starts with learning. Like, obviously, you have to come in, learn the playbook, get adjusted. But once once those things start to come, like once you learn the playbook, the scheme of the defense, then it goes back to just playing football, doing what I've been doing ever since I was seven years old. So I have to say, like, I have goals set aside for myself, but it's mainly just to establish myself mm-hmm. as an NFL player. Now, uh, Dave Wolf also informed me, all A's and B's, never a C or D. Uh, was that – Dad's requirement, mom's requirement, or does that come from you? Or See, both? that's that's mom. That's mom, right? Okay. Mom, she was always she always worked in the school system, secretary. She was okay. at the alternative school as well, so that's where all the bad kids would go. Okay, and I was always she was all every time I 
got a grade on some test, she always looking in the grade book to see okay. check on my grade. <laughs> so like I never really had a choice on that end. Right. And I mean, if I still wanted to play sports, I had to be gotcha. eligible. So yeah, she always stayed on top of me on my education. So both sides of the coin. Yes, and, sir. Uh, I got you. What has been your experience relationship so far with Josh Allen? Josh Allen, he's been he's been a great help to me. Like ever since I've gotten here, even before I got here, he's been a been a help to me. He reach out, he reaches out anytime he's getting extra work mm-hmm. and extra film session. I come in, jump in with him. He's okay. Like he's just taking me under his wing, helping me learn the scheme of the defense. Like it's a whole new scheme for him as well. So we both learning together, and with both of us on the opposite side of the ball from each other, it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything but make the whole defense better as a whole. Now it's a he's a top seven pick but could have gone number one in, in a different he's that level of talent just yeah. like yourself you also got trevor here have have either of those talked to you at all about expectations about dealing with it or is that not really uh, something you guys talk about uh like josh he said something to me about it. it's basically the same thing i always tell myself like same deal yeah it's like i really don't have to prove myself to anybody on the outside mm-hmm. it's all about when, when we're in this building it's all about doing what the team needs you to do gotcha. and just fulfilling what your job and as long as you handle that then you're good gotcha and uh the final thing we do here we call it the ozone five the ozone five it's uh five quick questions chance for fans to get to know you a little bit uh trayvon walker what was your last binge watch if you even have time to watch tv complete series i have to yeah. say shooter with bob lee swagger okay good Yes, sir. Great, great TV series. The uh, last song you listened to this morning on the way in? Uh, the last song, Million Cash Race, Babyface Race. Okay. Uh, I know the answer to this, but it's a chance people get to know you a little bit. Best sport other than football, and I, and I assume it's basketball. Definitely basketball. You could play, right? Yes, sir. Now, uh, any ever any thoughts about doing the other sport, or were you already so good in football you couldn't do basketball? Um, I mean, when I was in high school, I – Love playing basketball. I had one full ride scholarship to Auburn, but uh, it was mainly always football because I had my first football scholarship in ninth grade, and I barely even touched the field. So okay. that, that really just showed me that Coach Smart he had a great vision for me early on before any of it. So now, I just stuck with it. SEC scholarship offer. You know, everybody in the NFL locker room likes to say they could have made the NBA. You know yeah. that, right? But you actually have some cred with the. Uh, Basketball scholarship offer. Not that many guys have that. They like to talk about it, though. Yes, sir. I definitely do. You can go check the stats, match <laughs> prep, all of that. It's still up there. I got you. Yes, sir. Aside from the national championship, uh, your best sports memory? My best sports memory besides the national championship? I had to say probably just winning basketball state championship, one state right. championship, two times back-to-back, sophomore season, junior season as well. That was just a great feeling because – Number one, I come from a small town, 7,000 people. Right. We go up to uh, Georgia Tech, McCamish Pavilion, um, the state, the arena. Mm-hmm. And it's a full house. Everybody from my city is in the, and That's we cool. won the state championship. Yeah. Georgia Tech didn't even sell out the stadium before that. We sold out the stadium. Wow. But just winning the state championship there and having all the people who've been behind us since mm-hmm. I was younger, it just really meant a lot to me. Like, I'm big on inspiring a lot of the younger kids in my city because it's a small town like if you're not getting out go to college or a job or anything like that it really becomes a trap because it's not too many big industry jobs where i'm from so 
people fall into a hole by just standing. I like to motivate a lot of the kids in that way. Gotcha. Um, a final question, the, and I can have the answer to this one too. Person who's most responsible for you being here? Mom and dad, definitely. No doubt. It was a, with mom and dad, it's definitely a community behind my mom and dad as well. My grandparents, aunts, uncles, people in the community, everybody just poured great, poured great knowledge into me as a young mm-hmm. kid. I was always a young kid who was very respectful. I always listened at what people had to say. Not saying I didn't get in any trouble, but every time somebody people, every time somebody told me something right, I always right. took it in and just handled my business. And you like representing them too, don't you? Yes, sir. Definitely. That's important too. Definitely, definitely is. Good deal. Trayvon Walker, I couldn't have enjoyed this more. I appreciate it. I took behind the curtain a little bit. This is the last thing you're going to do before you get out of here. Be safe. Enjoy the time off, and we'll see you back here in training camp. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. See you all soon.